Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Rogue Dad Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about sports. More importantly, sportsmanship. So, I hope I can shed some light on this, and I hope you enjoy the show. Sportsmanship. Fair and generous behavior or treatment of others, especially in a sports contest. Ah, man. Sports, sports, sports. Kind of uh, made a life around athletics. Uh, but the reason I wanted to talk to you uh, today was because I recently seen something that really, really struck a chord with me. Uh, it was Anderson Silva's last fight. And uh, he lost, but at the end, him and his opponent like hugged after the fight. And he lost, and the guy that beat him, I think it was Uriah Hall. I'll, I'll look it up right now. But the guy that beat him, had grown up looking up to him. And when he beat his one of his idols, dude, he broke down and started crying. And man, it was a very, for me, it was a very emotional thing because I get it. I totally get it, man. Uh, looking up to somebody. And the thing about fighting is, especially at that level, there's no half-assing it. There's no, oh, this guy's my idol. Like, I'm going to take it easy. Because the idol, the other, your opponent, is not going to take it easy. He is going to come at you with everything he's fucking got. Especially Anderson Silva. Fuck. But the camaraderie and the uh, the sportsmanship of... Uh, him and, oh, it was Uriah Hall, Uriah Hall. Him and Uriah Hall was just so, man, it was a beautiful thing, man. That's what it was. It was beautiful to see two warriors because those are warriors. Uriah Hall's a beast. Anderson Silva's, he was probably the greatest UFC fighter in his prime. John Jones wasn't around yet. Anderson Silva was the man, dude. Front kick and Vitor Belfort taking out uh, Rich Franklin. I don't know how many times. Forrest Griffin. Uh, man, I think he beat Michael Bisbing. It's just, man, the list goes on and on of people he beat. And it was hard to see him lose his last fight. But when him and Uriah Hall got on the ground and were hugging and Uriah Hall was crying, you can hear Anderson Silva say, listen, man. Enjoy your moment. This is your moment. Enjoy it. He wasn't a dick about it. He wasn't bitter. You know, it was probably his last fight. You know, I think it was his last fight. And to go out losing and still be that fucking humble and be able to tell the guy that just beat him, hey, don't worry about it, man. Good game. Like, good match. That, to me, was just... It struck a chord, man. It really struck a chord with me because... One, I love fighting. I fight, you know, I already did. I, you know, I trained and taught and 
it's a huge part of my my life well at one point was uh and just the thought of being so emotional that as soon as the fight's over you he went over and apologized to anderson silva he just kept saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and i understood it like i know a lot of people are like why the fuck is he apologizing to this guy? like i get it i really really do there's been a couple people at the gym that i've looked up to that sparring you know training i'll hit him and say oh man you all right in the middle of a fight because I respect and like that guy so much. Like I don't, I want to train, but I don't want to hurt him. And maybe I don't have what it takes to be, you know, I mean, I don't anymore. I'm 45, but I meant mentally, you know, to, uh, fight my friends. You know, it was one thing, uh, when I used to hang out with Sean Martin and, uh, Griff and all these guys that drank a lot, they, they heavy drinkers. They all knew I trained and they all knew I could kick a little ass. And every time they would get drunk, they would say they'd want to challenge me. Oh, come on, let's go UFC. Let's go MMA. And they'd want to fight me. And I couldn't understand why they would want to fight their friend, like to prove something to themselves or like it was all, it was very disheartening when they would do that. Uh, I mean, I grew up getting beat up. That's why I got into fighting. You know, my mom used to hit me and my fucking dad hit me a couple times. You know, I, I definitely got abused by a few parents, a few adults. And uh, it was one of those things where I had to do, I had to learn. I got in fights as a kid, you know, uh, I don't remember losing a bunch, but I don't remember winning a bunch, you know? And I knew I was a little rambunctious, little violent kid. Uh, and it just, learning how to fight as opposed to street fighting, it taught me so much, man. Like there's no, there's no uh, kidding yourself. There's no, oh, well, I can kind of coast through it, no somebody's going to fucking hit you. Somebody's going to kick you. Somebody's going to choke you out. There's no room for, oh, I, I can beat this guy. Knowing you can't, you have to be realistic in fighting. You have to, or you're going to get your fucking clock cleaned. And that was such a big thing, man, to see Uriah Hall go and apologize. It was such a, I mean, I got choked up. I'm not going to lie to you, Rogue. I got choked up, man. I got teary-eyed. and You were even sitting next to me. You won't remember it because you're only three, but you were sitting next to me and gave me a hug, and you're like, Daddy, Daddy, you okay? You okay? <laughs> and uh, I said, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I, she said, your turn. <laughs> you said, your, your turn. And I, I said, are you okay? She said, I'm fine. So, But you were there with me. And... Ah, man, it was just, I, I saw the fight, I saw that, and I looked at you, and I know how competitive you are and how athletic you are. You're very athletic. And I know sports are going to be a big part of you, whether it be competitively or just, you know, for fun. 
I know you're going to be athletic. You're already a little badass. You already got buff muscles. You know what I mean? And it's just from playing. It's just from climbing and doing the shit that you do. So I wanted to talk to you about sportsmanship because it's very hard to have sportsmanship. And I didn't learn it until I started to learn how to fight and my ego got checked. It's very hard to lose and to be, uh, still be cool with your opponent, you know? Uh, I think that's why I never did good at team sports because no matter how good I did, if we lost, I just couldn't handle that. Like, I, I can't handle that. I can't handle if I'm doing good and somebody on the team isn't and we lose, I, I flip the fuck out. And I guess it's because I expect everybody to be as good as me when I do it. And that was a big part of learning how to be a personal trainer was knowing that people aren't going to be able to do the things that I can do first day in the gym. You know, like I can't put them through my workouts. I had to start creating workouts and knowing that somebody on the team might not be as athletic as you or you know you might not be as athletic as somebody there there's absolutely going to be people that are better than you at things like if you play soccer you might be awesome at passing you can just handle the ball and then there'll be another girl that's just good at corner kicks or something but it's okay because the team needs both of you and Sportsmanship is about passing and playing with your team. Uh, I still have a little bit of problems with losing, but as long as I, I give it my best and I do good, I've come to grips with that being okay. It's not easy. Losing is never, never easy. It never is, especially when you're as competitive as I am. And I'm assuming because you're my daughter that it's going to be hard for you also. I mean, you're only three, so it's hard to tell what's just being childish and you know what's going to be your personality. Because you're a pretty polite little kid. It's just when you want something, you want it. And it's my job, it's our job, mine and your mom's job to uh, make sure that you do respect athletes in sports and that you do go shake the hand of that's that's absolutely one of my favorite things about the ufc is after a fight the opponent shaking hands and i love it especially if they talk a bunch of shit leading up to the fight because it's just this whole thing of yeah, we can talk shit. I'm not going to fucking like you. I'm not going to fucking help you. I'm not nothing. Fuck you until after the fight. Once we've had the fight and a winner or a sports match and a winner is declared, you got to honor that. You got to respect the game. Whatever game it is you play, you got to respect it. And if you lose and it bugs you, then figure out why you lost and go work on it. Don't fucking sit on your laurels. Like if you, like I said, if you're a good passer, 
then get better at other things. Don't work on passing so much. Like I'm very good at switching. So because my uh, right jab is a little bit better than my left jab, I, I do switch foot a lot, but I work on both sides. You just don't stick with what you do good naturally. Like if you are naturally, we find out you're naturally a baseball player and you could just crack home runs. It doesn't mean that you're not going to work on being a good outfielder or whatever other position you end up playing uh, or play at the time or, you know, so I just don't want you to think just because you're good at one thing, it doesn't mean you have to not work on other things because you have to. It's more and more getting to be where you have to be well-rounded athletes and sports and trainers are just getting more and more well-rounded. Uh, that's why you see a lot of crossover athletes, you know, guys who played basketball and football in college, and then they go to the NFL or they go to the NBA because a lot of the positions, you know, can relate as far as athletic uh, requirements. So I just want you to be okay with losing. And for me, that was the hard part of sportsmanship and showing good sportsmanship was the losing part. Uh, it's I'm okay with somebody being better than me at something, but I feel like give me enough time and I'll figure it out. And next time I will win. I will at least come close. Uh, and the truth is, as long as you try your hardest, as long as you can literally look at yourself in the mirror and say you tried the hardest, not tell your teammates, not tell your coach, like you're going to end up fibbing to all those people. You're going to end up, they're going to ask you if you're hurt, you're going to say no, because you want to play again. And maybe you're going to say, yeah, because you don't want to play like, but if you can look at yourself in the mirror and honestly say you tried your hardest and you did everything you could, then you have nothing to be ashamed about. Absolutely nothing. Because I actually, I, I value losing. I value losing because it tells me what I need to work on. If I'm sparring with somebody and they keep kicking me and I'm not checking those kicks. Next time I go to the gym, I'm going to work on that. And then the next time I spar with that person, it's going to show. So I just want you to know that all of that carries into sportsmanship, not just being humble and being like shaking hands after the match or whatever, you know, but having a healthy attitude towards losing is also sportsmanship. It might not be towards another person, but it is, I promise you, it is beneficial for your own sanity, man. I had been crazy with trying to win sports sometimes, like playing softball or something, I'm in the outfield. I'm yelling at people dropping the ball, like an easy fly out. Like it pisses me off. Like I get to the point where it's unhealthy. Well, I did. It's been a long time since I played baseball or like basketball. Uh, I don't mind losing basketball because I know I can kind of carry my weight or make the game go 
maybe the way I need it to. I'm, I, I was pretty good at basketball at one point. Uh, my knees are all fucked up now, so I don't, I don't play at all, but I still, I like to shoot and you know, I, I was good. There was one time I was able to touch the rim, just barely touch it. But that was like in my twenties and I was playing every day. But, uh, I had to really, really work on being okay with people who weren't as good as me on my team. Uh, the weak link, you know what I mean? So to speak, uh, because I'm the type of guy who will say what the fuck comes to his mind. And if you're in the outfield and you drop an easy fly ball, I'm going to fucking call you on it. Now, that was younger me, you know, older me, I'll try to be encouraging. I'll try to say, come on, we can do this. You know, I, I love being motivational. And that's one thing that training people in martial arts taught me because it's very, very rewarding teaching somebody something and seeing it change their life. By that, I mean like training somebody and then a couple of weeks later or a month later or even years, even years, I still to this day get uh, social media messages uh, like saying, hey, I just thought you'd be happy. You know, I, 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 I'm in shape now or, you know, I've taught kids and I've had parents send me messages saying, you know, my kid's still doing good or I'll have women say, oh, I, I was able to put those pants on. I, I haven't been able to fit in those pants in years. It's very cool when people have something like that happen to them and you're the first person they think of because you made that possible. Now, I do realize that what I know, anybody can learn. It's not like I have some secret recipe for being healthy, but I try to be the type of trainer that, well, I used to try to be the type of trainer that I wanted to train me. So I was very, very personal with my clients. I, I would get to the heart of the matter and it really helped me develop sportsmanship. Being a trainer and working with people and seeing that click moment, that moment where their foot steps the right way, their hand comes the right way, and that punch just is the point of contact from the bag onto, or the glove onto the bag, and it's just a perfect. And they stop and they look at you like they can't believe it either, and you tell them, good, keep going, keep going, don't lose it, don't lose it. Like being there for those moments helped me with my sportsmanship because you can have those moments in everyday life. You can have those moments in other sports. And it took a minute for me to realize that. It really did. And I do try to apply that at work as a butcher at the grocery store where I'll try to motivate and get people going if we're a little behind or, you know, whatever. And I know it's gained me a little bit of uh, respect and trust from my coworkers because although I may be harsh at times, I'm always honest. 
and I always have their back when it comes to customers. And that's another thing. You always got to have your team's back. It doesn't matter what happens. If you're in softball and you get hit by a pitch, depending on the situation, your dugout's going to rush the mound. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the girls do that as much as guys, but it happens in guys, you know. But you always support your team. They're your, they're your battalion. They're your army. You know what I mean? They're your, your group. And when you train together, you see people at their worst and their best. And you see them either develop or you see them fail. But being there to witness those two things, it, it is something. I don't, I don't know exactly what to call it. I don't. But when I'm there and I've been training a kid or training an adult and they're sparring with somebody and they get punched and it rocks them to where maybe they'll drop to one knee or they'll just need to take a second and then they collect themselves and get back out there. That moment right there where they make the decision in their mind to go back out there in the face of danger, in the face of just getting fucking punched or kicked or whatever, the wind knocked out of you or just pain. That thing that makes that person, and it happens to guys, girls, kids, adults, whatever. When they get up, something's happening. And I get, I get to witness that. I get to nurture it. And it's a very, very cool thing. I, I really, really hope you were into sports. I, I, from what I've seen so far, you are 100 going to be in sports. I kind of want to get you into fencing. Like and your mom and I have talked about that. Like that would be really cool. You really like swords and you really like that kind of stuff. So that would be cool. But you will learn self-defense. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, you will learn how to defend yourself. You don't have to go every day. You don't have to. But I do want to teach you the fundamentals just so you know. Hopefully you'll like it and hopefully you'll, you know, get attached to it. Like I, I don't want you to become a fighter, but I would like you to do it to keep healthy. Um, it's great exercise and it really, really teaches you a lot about yourself. It, it shows you your breaking point and that you can go past that. It shows you that you can come back after losing, after getting the shit kicked out of you. When you walk back in that gym with a shiner and a busted lip, dude, everybody, win, lose, or draw, everybody respects the fighter, man. If you go in there and give it your all, you, they can't say anything. You tried. You did your best. That's all anybody can expect of you. And if anybody says otherwise, fuck them. Because if you have tried your hardest, then you have every right to be proud of what you did, even if you lost. And you got to respect the winner when you do lose. You got to respect that they just did a little better than you that day. Maybe they had a different technique that you never seen. Maybe... Their teacher knew a little something. Maybe their coach knew a little something your coach didn't. There's a 
bunch of fucking people on this planet and they all know different things. I've been doing MMA for fucking 20 something years and I'm still learning stuff. I still see things that I've never seen before and it always surprises me. I don't know why I haven't gotten used to it yet, but it always surprises me when I see something new because I'm like, how the fuck have I not seen that yet? It seems so simple. But I do think you will be a good sport. Uh, you get a little feisty, but you're fucking three, man. It's just a kid being a kid. When it comes down to it, you are very caring. You don't like hurting people. And I would love to nurture that, man. I And I plan to. And I would love to have a great balance with you between not taking fucking shit from anybody and still being a good sport. <laughs> it's a fine line to walk, man. I know those two things seem like completely opposite things, but it is possible to do both. You can respect yourself and others. And it's going to be my goal. It really is going to be my goal to nurture your athletic ability and nurture your sportsmanship. Uh, it's kind of my wheelhouse. Your mom will probably have dance or other things, you know, but sports, working out, athletics, that's fucking dad. Uh, but I just wanted to talk to you about it because this is something that means a lot to me. And I've been waiting a couple days now to do this podcast, trying to think of the right ways to talk to you about it. And I'm sure we'll touch on this subject again throughout your life, but I just want you to know the more sportsmanship you have, the better experience you'll have in sports. When I was the angry outfielder, center fielder, I fucking had a miserable time. When I started not caring so much about losing and just trying my best, I was able to have fun. And that's all it is, man. That's all sports are supposed to be. Unless you start doing them professionally, sports are supposed to be fun, man. You're supposed to go out there and meet new people and experience different things and, you know, win and lose. Like, I, as shitty as it sounds, I want you to lose every now and then. I don't want you to miss out on the learning opportunities that losing provides. That's why all these fucking leagues, these little leagues and all these sports leagues that aren't keeping score anymore because kids are getting their feelings hurt or, you know, you get a participation trophy. Like, that really fucks over the kids that are exceptional. It really screws them over because they put in a lot of work and just because some other kid is fucking mediocre or fucking can't stand losing, he gets a ribbon, the exact same ribbon too, or trophy too. It's fucking bullshit. I honestly, if you lose, I want you to look at that trophy and burn it into your brain how that feels to see somebody else with the trophy you should have had. Because I want you to come back the next year and earn that trophy. Not have it given to you. I don't want anything given to you. I want you to 
earn it so that you can be proud of it. I want you to earn it so that you can tell yourself, I put in this much work and this was the reward for it. And it's all part of being a good sport, having good sportsmanship. Don't hate on other people because they're better at something than you. Learn from them. Befriend them. Go ask them, hey, how do you do that? Like, if I'm in the gym and I see somebody doing something that I have never seen before, I go and talk to them. I ask them, hey, how do, can you show me that? Nine times out of ten, people will be pretty cool that you're interested in what they're doing. So I hope uh, this will help you out in the future and be a good sport. All right. I love you. Don't be afraid to go rogue. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the rogue dad podcast. I appreciate you listening and please like and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at the rogue dad podcast you can also find us on Instagram with the same name. Uh, don't be afraid to go rogue every once in a while. Be safe, be smart, be you. I love you, sweetie.